Hey, Bravo babes. Welcome to All Things Bravo. I'm Hannah. And I'm Kara. I can't hear myself. No? Oh, wait. Now I can't. Barely. It's okay. Um, You want me to turn up your volume? No, it's okay. (laughs) I need to hear myself. Oh, I'm good. All right. Well, I turned your headphone volume to 10. Oh, that's right, because I'm deaf. (laughs) Well, it was at nine before. (laughs) All right. What an exciting week we've had. Yes. We had Teresa's wedding, Mm -hmm. first part of the reunion. Atlanta was a little lame. Well, I noticed that it's like with Atlanta, they want to like, like, I don't know, they force you to watch this boring ass episode and then they throw drama in at the end. Yes. (laughs) What cracked me up. Oh, okay. Nothing really interesting happened. I mean, like Sheree, Sonya had like a breakfast and they were talking about Drew about how she acted towards Sonya at the reunion and Mm -hmm. at BravoCon. That was nothing interesting. Drew and Ralph rock climbing and Drew feels a little bit that Ralph's not marketing her. I love when she goes, I have 30,000 streams. And he goes, yeah, that's, that sucks. Like, that's not good. And she's like, what? It's not good. (laughs) It's a start. Everybody has to start somewhere. Yeah. I don't think she should be discouraged. No, I don't think so either. I mean, at least there's 30,000 people that wanted to listen to your song. True. It's better than nobody. Very true. And Candy, did you see, like, she's going through everything with, um, I think, her assistant? And she has that whiteboard Mm -hmm. and all these things she's doing. Yeah. And being a mother, that's, like, that's hard. Yeah, I mean, and, and especially, like, that list alone yes. was crazy. I don't know how she has time for anything. No wonder Todd's upset. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I guess they were talking, or who, who was it that came there? Mayetta? No. Mayetta? To where? To Candy's. It was somebody else. I don't remember who it was. I don't know, but they were talking about how Candy's mom was, like, kind of disrespectful expecting candy and her husband yeah yeah bravo con she was she was coming for todd a little too a little too hard it's whatever yeah you know what i thought was like kind of weird why is drew and ralph so excited that courtney is ralph's cousin i don't know she's annoying there's something about her that just i don't like yeah, I don't like her either. She, like, rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. Maybe it's that weird round head she has. <laughs> her round head. It's so round. It is. <laughs> I don't like how, like... like a circle. <laughs> yeah. I don't like how, like, I don't know. She's so over the top that it seems fake. Yeah. Like, when they were at Drew's performance... The way she's, like, reacting to everything. I want to be like, tone it down, please. I know. <laughs> Drew's 40-second performance. Yeah. And what what on earth was that outfit she's wearing? Her Fendi shorts and thigh-high stockings. Yeah. Like, okay, I get that you're wearing Fendi. It's designer. It's expensive. But you are going on stage to perform, and you're going to wear, like, it looked like a lounge set. <laughs> With some funky looking thigh high shoes. Was it shoes or was it? 
I don't know if they were like some weird long. They they looked like they were like really long thigh high heels. Uh, it could have been. I I just remember see every time like her shorts moved, you'd see the top of it, and I thought that yeah. like no, you normally wear it all covered. I don't know. I don't know. I just thought that the whole outfit was not, like a mess. Like, yeah. It the did outfit, look like a lounge outfit. Yeah, it did. It didn't look like I'm going to go on stage and perform. Maybe yeah. the shoes did, but... Mm. Yeah, I the mean, shoes. And the shoes could have been better maybe if she paired it with something different, not with a Fendi lounge set. Whenever anyone wears, like, shoes that, like, are pants, like, it just reminds oh, me... Oh, like Bal- Kim? Yeah, like Balenciaga. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dorit wears stuff like that. Yeah. Like Courtney and Candy's like bickering mm-hmm. at the end of the show. Yeah, and you know what I don't understand? What I didn't understand about that is Courtney's sitting here, basically bashing Candy, saying that she's ghetto and her followers are ghetto. When she says that she tweeted about this place and now the crowd there's ghetto, but then she's sitting there telling Candy that she was born in the hood, her family's ghetto. Well, then, like, why were you just making it like it's a bad thing? Right. Like, how are you going to talk trash that Candy's ghetto, her her fans are ghetto, and then say that you're from the hood and your family's ghetto? Like, like I feel like she was talking trash about Candy and then trying to use, like, her being from the hood, like, as her excuse to be like, oh, like, I can say that it's fine. Yeah, okay. But I don't know. I think, like, like what is her issue with Candy if she doesn't even know Candy? Because who was it? Was it Candy set that said, oh, I know Courtney or friends with Courtney, however that whole thing went. Yeah, which I, I mean, like, if someone's saying that they're your friend and you don't know them, why wouldn't you just be like, oh, someone said we're friends, but, like, I don't really know you. And then Candy was like, I, I don't know you either. Like, I don't understand why that there's so much, like, animosity there over hearing that someone said they were your friend. I don't know. The situation's, like, weird. Yeah, it is. And then uh, the word incident. Okay, I don't understand why Marlo (laughs) got so upset at the end of the episode about that. Because I know that her her blood nephew is dead. So, you know, her nephew got shot. So she's sensitive to gun violence and shootings. So maybe Drew felt saying incident would be a more appropriate word yeah. instead of saying a shooting, which yeah. I, I think an incident is more of an, an appropriate word to use. Yeah. And especially because, you know, knowing that somebody so close to Marlo got shot and killed, maybe you'd think, oh, if I say shooting, that might trigger her. I don't want to upset her. Right. So I'm going to say incident. But then Marlo got so upset that she said incident instead of shooting. But I, I don't understand why that made her so upset. I don't know. That triggered something in that lady because, boy, does she freak out. Yes. When she's going, my blood nephew is dead. <laughs> well, that's all I really had for Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta didn't have that much going on. No, it was pretty boring until the end of the episode. Yeah. All right. Let's get into Teresa's wedding. <laughs> you know who drives a nice ass Rolls Royce? Who? Paul. Oh, yeah, he does. He pulled up in that, what was it, silver? Like, I don't remember what color it was. But it was pretty. It was smexy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that guy has a lot of money. Yeah, he does. You know who I feel like is scary? Who? Gia. <laughs> like when um when when Teresa's getting ready and then Jennifer Aiden comes in and her and Teresa are talking, and then what's her name? Gabriella. Mm-hmm. When she starts crying, and then you hear Gia, why is she crying? With her no, that scary was, voice. Uh, Melania. That was Melania? I thought yeah. that was Gia. No, it was Melania. Because Gia has that very like deep, like it's like kind of raspy, like Yeah. Melania does too. Uh, what I think is funny, out of her kids, Gia Melania, like I think could double, and the other two could double. Yeah. You know, the first time that I saw Gabriella, I didn't know what Adriana. I didn't, I couldn't remember what Adriana looked like. And I was like, because I very clearly remembered what Gia and Melania looked like. And then I saw Gabriella and I was like, that's so weird. She looks completely different from her sisters. Mm-hmm. Then I saw Adriana and was like, oh, okay. Like, they look similar. Can, yeah, can you believe she's only 12? She does not look 12. No, she doesn't. Mm-mm. She looks a lot older. She does. But when whoever was like, why is she crying? It was Melania. Was like, ah. <laughs> I, I don't, she sounded scary. But you know what? Why does Jennifer have to bring up Joe and Melissa? It's like, it's her mm-hmm. wedding day. She said, oh, she, she should be happy on her wedding day. So stop bringing up her brother that she doesn't talk to or get along with yeah and you know like when the when the makeup artist brought it up i thought that was fine because the makeup artist wasn't aware that joe is not attending right she was kind of like asking a question yeah and then Teresa says no he's not coming but um jennifer aiden who knows right. that joe's not coming and you know that that's going to be a, like a, a sensitive subject for Teresa. like let's not bring it up right and she also said something like to Dolores about it and like oh that was at the rehearsal dinner when they when it was like um Jennifer Dolores and Gia were talking and then Gia got up and left Mm -hmm. and Jennifer's like talking crap about that about Joe and Melissa not coming yeah it's like that girl just likes to fucking stir the pot with everything she really does and, like, that that conversation that she had with Teresa, she could have brought that up to her at a different time. Yeah. She um, even could have said it, like, at the rehearsal dinner. Like, I just want to tell you now so that it doesn't have to, you know, so that we don't have to talk about it on your wedding day. Right. And then, like, <laughs> Melania's freaking out. And then, like, she's like, no, I was just giving your mom her present. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Also, did you like her... Um, like as if we're in like the early 2000s tank top with the bedazzled that says Aiden plastic surgery. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a tank top like that that was black with like Warren chair? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I thought that shirt was funny. When I first saw it, I'm like, oh, she, her daughter in cheerleading and she's wearing a thing. I'm like, oh, no, it says Aiden plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And and the hair. Everybody's reaction to the hair was so funny. <laughs> or it was like, oh, what'd you call it? Um 
Like a jump scare? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was like a jump scare. Like, yeah. oh. And I love how Louis, Louis' sister was like, oh, that's nice. Like, as if she was like, ah, like, why does your hair look like that? <laughs> and then when Jennifer walks in and she kind of makes a face. Mm-hmm. And she was like, the hair is supposed to be like an accent piece, not like the main event. <laughs> And then I love when Teresa, when she gets to the altar, and Louis's like, your hair is like three feet tall. (laughs) I did not know his sister was officiating. Yeah. It was kind of a weird ceremony. Yeah, it was. And I thought it sounded awkward at the end when she was like, I now pronounce you, what did she say? woman and i don't know it wasn't like husband and wife she said it weirdly yeah she did i remember thinking that yeah and then you know what i noticed too that i thought was so funny is that louis's brother is also red (laughs) (laughs) i didn't notice i just noticed him crying yeah his brother was red and i was like so i guess the red skin runs in the family i guess so his dad doesn't look like he gets red no his dad looked really tan So, yeah, so, like, he had tan skin. But so it's, like, the family, either, like, red skin runs in their family, (laughs) or Louis and his brother just like to bake in the sun and they never use sunscreen. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's just, he's always so red. Yeah. And do you know how much they paid for that wedding? How much? $500,000. Dang. I mean, it was... It was a nice wedding. Okay. It was a beard. I thought it was very nice until we see the like burlesque dancers with the boob tassels. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Like, <laughs> that seems very like gross and tacky for a wedding. Yes. Like, okay, if you want to put like. If you're having like some sort of event or something, right. sure. But your wedding, you want girls walking around in underwear and. Booby tassels. <laughs> and this one girl, she like did this weird like somersault. It didn't even look like she was. And they blurred pants. out her. Wait, I think she, I think she might have been wearing underwear or something, but they like blurred out the vagina part. Really? Yeah. And I was like, what she, kind of wedding is this? <laughs> but Frank was like, ooh, bur- burlesque dancers. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I thought that was so bizarre. Like the wedding looked really nice, except for that, that part. I was like, it's just weird for a wedding. Very weird. Very weird. And then, of course, Melissa and Joe are, like, putting shit on Instagram, which I think is wrong. So do I. And, like, you know, in the whole situation that happened with, like, the rumor of Melissa cheating on Joe, I'm very much, like, team Melissa and Joe. Like, I think that Teresa orchestrated all of that. But in this, like, you shouldn't be posting shit about the wedding on her wedding day like like just they shouldn't have done that no i thought that was very tacky it was they should have saved it for another time yes like that's something you do on like the rehearsal dinner night not on the wedding yeah or like the day after the wedding like you can't just let her enjoy like this one day right like i know you're upset you're not going to the wedding anymore but you know, they're trying yeah. to be, like, bigger and above everything, but right there, no. Yeah. No, they stooped really low doing that. Yeah, they did. And um, 
And everyone was trying to keep it from Teresa that he posted that. And Yeah. Oh, and you know what I thought was hilarious? Is that Teresa on Watch What Happens Live said that, like, when they're not filming the show, that Louis doesn't have a temper. He's so calm, cool, collected. I'm pretty sure that when he, like, in that scene when he during the wedding when he's talking about if they... If they po- post one more thing, I'm going to bury them. It sounded like he punched the wall. Did it? I, I yeah, just... there was like a noise. It sounded like a punch. And I was like, okay, Teresa, like, are you sure that he's really this calm, cool, collected guy? Because I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think it's an act that he puts on. Yeah. He, to me, seems like he has a bad temper. Yeah. Nobody was kind of like a circus. But yeah. I don't know why, like, okay, Margaret is also like... For Melissa and Joe. And she went to the wedding, watched the ceremony, but then she's like, I have to leave. I just don't feel right being here. Mm -hmm. And makes like, because she she was Jen Fessler's ride, Mm -hmm. makes her leave. Which Jen should have been like, oh, we'll just Uber home or whatever. But like, why? Just stay for the wedding. It doesn't mean, you're not disrespecting them. You were invited to this wedding. I would have stayed just to watch the circus go on. Yeah, I felt like she made, like, a bigger deal about Joe and Melissa not being there than she needed to. Yeah. Like, when she was, like, crying about it. I was like, mm. Yeah, I don't know. I thought she was, like, had too strong of a reaction. Yeah. She should have just stayed. Yeah. I would have stayed for the drama. Yeah, for real. Oh, my God. Okay, remember a couple episodes ago when we were, like, Polly said that he had a ring? Mm Mm-hmm. And we're wondering when he's, like, going to ask Dolores. Mm-hmm. I found out why he's not asking Dolores. Because he's still he's married. He's still married. Yeah. Well, well, he's yeah. not. He's just. They're separated, but he's yeah. not officially divorced. Yeah. That, well, they talk about that at the reunion, which that reunion looks good. That reunion, I cannot wait. Like, for as, like, slow as this season was and, like, boring, the reunion looks so good. Yeah. Like, we have um, everybody calling out Louie about hiring this PI because they've all had people that they know contacted by him, which Louie and Teresa are still denying, Mm -hmm. which, no, you hired Bo Diddle. (laughs) Bo Diddle. Yeah. (laughs) That name. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Bo Diddle. Uh, Like, I do not care how much Louie and Teresa deny it. Like, you didn't just say you hired a PI. You mentioned his name. You said it on multiple occasions. Then now at the reunion, we have, I think Margaret said somebody that she knew was contacted. Rachel. Rachel. Jaden's birth mom was contacted by him. Paul. Polly. And then um, Frank is saying that Bo Diddle is creating a smear campaign against him and joe Mm -hmm. like i don't care how much they deny it you hired bo diddle yeah he did he can't deny it not if all these people are coming out saying and he's he flat out said oh yeah i hired a pi now you're trying to backtrack and you can't yeah and he said bo diddle knows all Mm -hmm. like i'm sorry but if you just made it which that's like a very weird lie to just come up with i hired a pi when it it really wasn't even his name yeah, but and I feel like when he mentioned to Dolores and Jennifer that he hired a PI, that wasn't like 
really like pertinent to the conversation. Yeah. So like you just randomly brought it up. You mention him by name. You say Bo Diddle knows all. Like you hired him. And now you're like, oh, that looks bad. Let me take it back. But no, you hired Bo Diddle. Since it's all coming out at the reunion. Mm-hmm. And then when um, I think Teresa tells Margaret to sleep with one eye open and Andy gets like loud like twice in the oh yeah in the clip like when he's like let him talk (laughs) which you know i saw something on instagram somebody like bashing andy for like like that like he wouldn't be famous without the housewives and like they're the talent and he shouldn't be raising his voice with them but I don't know. I think it's funny when Andy does. I do too. And you can't say that because like here he is like hosting all this crap. He's dealt with the housewives for gazillions of years. And I remember like episodes of reunions where things would get heated and he'd just be like calm and collected, like calm down. He Teresa stood up to go into someone's face he stood up she shoved him Mm -hmm. so he's got like battle wounds from being calm and collected at reunions i think he's just tired of being calm and collected yeah and honestly i kind of feel like you know andy's not just like some behind the scenes like producer like we don't know who he is like he hosts the reunions he has watched what happens live at this point i feel like andy is just as much the talent Mm-hmm. Pretty much as they are. Yeah. It's like he's like, okay, Ryan Seacrest. He produces all these shows. Uh-huh. I mean, he doesn't have like housewives like Andy does or whatever, but. He had the um, Kardashians for a while. Yeah. And American Idol. And, mm-hmm. and he's know. just as much a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that reunion looks explosive. And yeah, it I'm does. excited for it. Speaking of reunions, let's get into Vanderpump Rules. Did you wear your shirt last night? I did. My James Kennedy worm with a mustache shirt. (laughs) I came home from work. I was too tired to put it on. Were you? Yeah. Well, mine conveniently got delivered that day. So I come home from work, go straight to my mailbox only grab the package i didn't even grab whatever else is in my mailbox i was like this is all i need grab the package go inside rip it open put my shirt on i was like all right i'm watching the reunion now it is time which james so far in the reunion is so funny yeah which you had to figure he'd be mm-hmm. yeah but you know what? He, he gets so explosive at like, I like feel just like, calm down a little. Yeah, he does like, he flies off the handle really easily. But you know, and I feel like a lot of people aren't thinking of like also like how close this is hitting home for James. Because even though Sandoval tried to, den- to deny it, him and Sandoval were very close friends. Sandoval paid for a lot of Richella. Mm-hmm. And Raquel, who is also in the center of this scandal, is or was his fiance. Like he was planning to marry her. So, like, I don't think people are real, like, like thinking of like how close it's hitting home, to, hitting hitting close to home for James. Yeah, 
It is, but he just like flies off the handle. He does. He he could he could calm down like a little bit. <laughs> a little. What'd you think of the in the beginning, the one on ones with Tom, Ariana, and Rachel? Well, Rachel's was really short. They said more to come later. Mm-hmm. So um I think Sandoval's such a liar. Every time you put him in front of a camera, he lies. And Ariana, I thought it was so funny when they show her text to Raquel. And it says in all caps, you are dead to me. Then Raquel says her stupid response, whatever. And then Ariana says, shut the fuck up, you fucking rat. <laughs> well, no, the you are dead to me was like two days before. And yeah. She said it took her 48 hours to contact her again. Which, how shitty is that? You've just hooked up or, or you've had a seven month long affair with one of your best friend's boyfriends and it takes you 48 hours to reply to her. And it wasn't even like she sent this big long reply and, you know, she's really thinking about like what to say. Her response was so short. Yeah, it was. Like, I would have said, shut the fuck up, you fucking rat too. Like, I really feel that Raquel just has no remorse for anything that she's done. Oh, she doesn't. You can tell by watching watching her roll her eyes. Yes. And she Andy asked Tom a question and like then people start getting heated and she wanted to know the answer to that question. So like, yeah. is their relationship even what everyone is making it out to be? Well, I think because I believe the question that she wanted to know the answer to was, um, like, why, I think it was why he didn't tell Ariana. Something along those lines. And I think maybe Sandoval was, like, telling her, like, I, you know, just like he said in the High Mandel interview, like, I'm trying to break up with her, but she's not letting me, yada, yada. And maybe now Raquel sees that, like, everything Sandoval was telling her was not the truth. So now she wants to know the answers. Do you think maybe that's why after they did the reunion, she just kind of disappeared? That could be. But I, I kind of... she finally figured out that things aren't what... She thought they were? Yeah. But I could even... I could picture Raquel, like, finding out that Sandoval's been lying to her and then being like, whatever, it's fine. I still love you, Sandoval. Yeah, but, but I don't know. I think it's but she's I don't know. I can't think for her. Yeah, I don't know. I just <laughs> hope that she really is in a mental health facility and they're working on her remorse <laughs> and her actions. She's like a sociopath. Yeah. She just does things without caring how it's gonna affect other people. And then now that it, like it's come out she doesn't even care how people feel about it like and every time they show her rolling her eyes i just wanted to punch her i wanted to go there and just fucking punch her in her face but um i love when when andy asked tom like do you have anything to say to ariana and he starts with his fake crying again (laughs) and immediately everybody is like shut the fuck up like stop with the with the crocodile tears the fake sad act like they are not they're not putting up with his like acting yeah because it's bullshit yeah it is and you know lisa vanderpump really annoyed me because she's sticking up for tom yes and like i've always loved 
Lisa Vanderpump. Loved her. Like, even when there was all that drama in Beverly Hills with the whole lie detector test and whatever, that stupid thing, (laughs) I was always like, I am team Lisa Vanderpump. I love her. She really pissed me off in this episode. Like, why are you sticking up for him? Just because he owns 5% of one of your restaurants doesn't mean that you need to stick up for him. And what, when uh, she was saying something about, well, it, it was only with Raquel, you know, like Tom cheating, and Ariana's like, no, there were others. Did you notice so Lisa did shut the fuck up right away? Yeah. You know, and I really loved how Lala, like, put her in her place. Yeah. Nobody puts Lisa Vanderpump in her place. Well, it's about time, especially in this situation. Because, like, even when Kyle used to fight with Lisa, Lisa always, like, still put Kyle in her place. And Yeah. And I feel like everybody looks at Lisa as she's, like... The queen. Yeah, she's, like, she's literally, like, royalty, the queen of England. <laughs> You know, like, like, I just feel like, you know, like, you don't mess with Lisa Vanderpump. But in this situation, like, her trying to stick up for Sandoval. That's wrong. It, it is. And I think it's, you know, in certain situations, like in this situation, it was very called for, for somebody to put Lisa in her place. And what also kind of annoyed me was, like, when James was getting crazy, getting in, you know, him and Sandoval were going to fight. And then... You know, Andy's like, you like you can say whatever you want, but you need to stay in your chair. And then Lisa's like, or, like, you're not going to be on stage. You're going to have to be in your trailer. I want to be like, Lisa, shut up. You're not his mom. <laughs> you are not, I mean, like. She likes to think that she's his mom. Yeah, it's she's like. She's always like. Yeah, but it's like she's not their mom. She's really not their bosses anymore because none of them work at her restaurants. I mean, I guess James does do, like, see you next Tuesday at Sir, But it's like, like, stop. Like, at this point, like, I know that, like, the show is a thing because of Lisa. Like, it was her restaurants that started it. But, like, like you're really going to, like, reprimand James and be like, you're going to have to go in your trailer. <laughs> Like, Lisa, shut up. <laughs> I don't know. It annoyed me. I thought it was funny when, like, the first time James got up and was going to, bo- he wanted to box with Tom. And then, you know, he's like, okay, I'll go take a break. And he goes to come back. And one of the people were like, use your words, not your fists. I was yeah. like, what? That was so funny. And Sandoval, when he was like, get in my face again and I'll fuck you up, motherfucker. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, right. Go ahead and try Sandoval. James is like, all right, come with it. Mm-hmm. I just feel like Sandoval, like, he'll be like, oh, I'm gonna mess up my white nail polish. <laughs> oh, he annoys me. And I just feel like Sandoval like is just putting on an act. The way he's like, you know, like Andy said that he was like a shell of himself and the way that he's like talking. I just feel like it's all an act. Because he wants the viewers to be like, oh, my God, like, look how upset Sandoval is. When in reality, nobody sees him that way. No, because how can you be upset for somebody who did this to themselves? Exactly. And you know what all, What he said that really, like, irked me? I mean, everything he says irks me. But when Andy was like, ultimately, like, what was the demise of your relationship? 
And he's saying how, like, they didn't have good communication and, you know, they weren't intimate. Like, shut up. The demise of your relationship was you having a seven-month-long affair with her best friend. And when, like, they went to Big Bear. Mm Mm-hmm. And then that's when Sheena went to Ariana. Ariana told Sheena that they were fine intimately Mm -hmm. that month. So, like, he's fucking both of them. Yeah. Which is disgusting. And, you know, like, Ariana on, um, like, the Call Her Daddy podcast did say that, like, you know, they did have some issues in their relationship. In which, like, we did see that on the show, you know, where... Sandoval wants to go skinny dipping and hang gliding, but Ariana just wants to be chill and hang out. Like, there were issues, but in Ariana's mind, like, they were working on it. They were going to couples therapy. Things were getting better. She said that, like, she was telling Sandoval that, like, you know, because they've been in a relationship for nine years. Like, there's going to be ups and downs. And she was like, you know, if we can just make it through, like, the next six months, like, we'll be fine. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. He's just, like, such a liar. And it's, like, why can't you just admit that the demise of your relationship was you cheating on Ariana? Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if their communication wasn't as great or they weren't being intimate. Your relationship ended because you cheated on her. Right. That's where it all went It all went downhill. Yeah. I, I just... I don't get it. Like, well, he's obviously a big, huge liar because they were working on things. And he's telling everybody, no, we're not working on things. Mm -hmm. So, like, everything that he said on, like, the Howie Mandel was bullshit. It was all such a lie. And, you know. how Howie feels knowing that, like. He was lied to? Yeah. I'd be annoyed. Yeah. I'd be like, Sandoval, go fuck yourself. You're never going to be on the Holly Mandel podcast again. <laughs> but, um, and, you know, Ariana had said in the, um, the Call Her Daddy podcast that when they were in couples therapy, that they did have a conversation that sounded like a breakup. And the therapist said, okay, so are you guys breaking up? And Sandoval said, no. Then... On Valentine's Day, which Sandoval brought up on Howie Mandel and just said he tried to break up with her and she said no and that, like, she's going to end her life. Oh, yeah. She said that she never said that. Yeah. She said that they did have a conversation that sounded like it was leaning towards a breakup, but that wasn't the only thing they talked about. Sandoval was saying how, you know, he's going through a midlife crisis and yada, yada. And then Ariana said, she said that she said... If their relationship ended, she would leave L.A. Like, she wants to go live on the French countryside. She would delete her social medias. And just, like, her life that she lives now would be over. Like, she would start a whole new life. Right. She said she never claimed she was going to physically harm herself. But she said that that was, like, an hours-long conversation. And they ended the conversation with, well, you know what? Like, let's just continue this conversation later. And then in the next couple of days, they decided that they were not going to break up. <laughs> I don't understand. Did he know that all this shit was going to get out? Like his conversations with people and 
See, I think what he was doing was like, you know, you see in the show, he's talking to Schwartz about how their relationship isn't great. And, you know, they show at the reunion that he was telling a producer how he feels like they don't show their life. I think this was all a plan that he was trying to do. So he's trying to make so he can tell people, no, look, I've been saying this whole time on the show that we weren't happy. And then he's just going to hope that everybody's going to believe him over Ariana. Right. Which the plan's not working. Yeah. The only person that might believe him is Lisa Vanderpump. And Schwartz. And Schwartz, yeah. <laughs> Stupid fucking Schwartz. Schwartz really is an idiot. Like, when he's trying to say that, like, there's a double standard between him and Katie. No, there's not. There's not. Because Katie is Katie's not asking anything crazy. She's not saying, we're divorced, but you can't go and hook up with people. She's just saying, don't hook up with people in our friend group. And then, and then Schwartz is trying to bring up how she was hooking up with people when they were still living together. Okay, and right, you were it, you were not together. Like, yeah, and she's like, did you know them? Exactly. And he, she said, you could have been doing the same thing too. Right. And just because they still live together didn't mean anything. No. They still live together because they own that house together. They're waiting for it to sell. I'm sure. Right. And why would you go waste money staying somewhere else? When and especially because things between them were not like Ariana, Ariana and Sandoval. Yeah. They were like amicable. So like, why not just sleep in different rooms and just wait for your house to sell? Right. Like, but and and, and it doesn't sound like, oh, they're still living together and Katie was like giving him some sort of hope. That would be one that would be something that you could be like, well, that was wrong. But Katie wanted a divorce. They were separated. It's not like Katie was giving him hope, still hooking up with him. Right. No. At that point, yeah, you live together, but your lives are separate. And, like, why Why can Schwartz not, like, he then brings up how, like, Katie divorced him at the worst, the lowest point in his life. And he's like, you know, I can't expect her to put her feelings on hold and be with me out of pity. But it's like, dude. It's not like she's divorcing you because of the way that things have been going in the past few months. It's accumulation of how Schwartz has acted their entire relationship. Right. He's never, ever put anybody or he's never put Katie before anybody else. It's always everybody over Katie. And he like can't see that for some reason. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like him and Sandoval are drinking some kind of, like, delusional Kool-Aid. <laughs> it's their acid they're taking. Yeah. They're probably. Oh, and you know, Ariana said that she does go skinny dipping, which we saw in the show. Mm -hmm. She said she has gone hang gliding, so she doesn't know what the fuck Sandoval's talking about. And she... Wait, has she taken uh, shrooms with him? Yeah, because she, she, I think she said... I don't know if it was in the reunion or call her daddy. I don't remember which one. But she said that, like, when they were first in their I think it was in the reunion. It might have been the uncensored one. There's been so many things the past, <laughs> the past yesterday and this morning. I'm confusing it all. But she said that, like, when they first got together, that she was this fun girl that would take shrooms with them and go get drunk and hang out and yada yada. And then, like, now, like, that, that girl is Raquel. Yeah. Well, that's because 
she grew up. Exactly. And it's like. There's a time in your life when you grow up and you kind of stop doing those things. Yeah. Like not stop doing them all the time. You can still do it, but not on a regular basis like they were doing it. Exactly. And Ariana even said in the Call Her Daddy podcast that she like, you know, she's kind of overdoing all those things every like she's over like, you know, going out in drinking all night on a random Wednesday. Right. She's like, you know, it's not anybody's birthday. There's it's not an event. Like, you know, like she she has grown up. And I don't think Sandoval has grown up at all. No. And I don't think that this is just like a midlife crisis. No, he just doesn't want because to grow up. I think that you have to grow up at some point. And then maybe have a midlife crisis. There's no growing for him at all. He's still exactly the same person. Look <laughs> how I did that. <laughs> yeah. She's wearing my crock. But um, he's still the exact same person that he was 10 years ago. Yeah. Oh, man. You need new pair of crock. You got, like, no- nothing. My crocks are balding. I'm basically walking around barefoot. <laughs> I step on a rock. It feels like I stepped on it with my bare foot. Yeah, you need a new one. Mm-hmm. You got your arse and then it like feels like it drops right to the floor. It does. <laughs> and I, I just keep forgetting to buy a new pair. I'll be like, oh, I need to order Crocs. Completely forget about it. <laughs> I should do that today. <laughs> but, um, you know, and like when, when Sandoval kept bringing up James hooking up with Kristen. And James was like, yeah, when I was 21 years old. Like, even James, who is not a 42-year-old man, has already grown up saying, that was something I did when I was 21. Like, I'm grown up now. (laughs) And watching both reunions, like, last night and then this morning, and when they're talking about that, and James was like, I was 21 years old. He's like... You used my condoms. And I'm like, did he say condo? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I kept thinking he said condo. You used used my condo. (laughs) No, his condoms. But it's like, and it's very annoying how Sandoval wants to bring up the past constantly. And it's like, dude, when, when everybody else, when their cheating things had gone on, this was like, five ten years ago everybody was way younger but it's like at this point everybody's grown up now ten years ago yeah well i'm also just thinking of like lala and james because you know they didn't start they did they weren't like original cast members and i don't know how because i think they i think they joined in season four but i don't know how many years ago that was well because okay uh, Tom and Ariana have been together for nine years. Yeah. So he was cheating on Kristen with Ariana, and then that's mm-hmm. when Kristen started fucking James with Tom's condoms. And mm-hmm. so you have to figure that that was nine years ago that that happened. Yeah. See, and then you know what really, really annoys me is when I see people on social media, in which actually we see this in the preview for the ne- for the next upcoming reunions. Um, Raquel saying that James and Lala can't talk because they hooked up when her and James were together. 
It really annoys me when people bring that up because, again, how long ago was that? Lala brings up a good point when she says, I wasn't your best friend. Ho. Ho. Yeah. <laughs> like, the situation was very different. Well, plus, Lala was drinking then. It was a one-time thing. Right. Not a seven-month-long affair. And yeah, Lala was drinking. James was drinking. Even though James is drinking again, he did admit at one point to having alcohol issues. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Lala was drinking. Lala's sober now. She says... That the things she did when she was drunk are not things she would do when she was sober. So I just don't see how you can sit there and compare that. Compare Lala, who is an alcoholic, her drunken hookup with James to yours. You are not an alcoholic. No. And you had a seven-month-long affair. With your best friend's husband, boyfriend. Yeah. Well, they call it life partner because Ariana didn't want to get married, but they were going to be together for life. But it's just, oh, it just really irks me because I I don't know. I love Lala so much. But it's like, I feel like it's common sense. How do you not realize that the actions of an alcoholic when they were drinking alcohol is very different from a non-alcoholic's seven-month-long affair? How do people not see the differences in that? I don't know. We literally had somebody comment on our Instagram saying that Lala is so much worse than Raquel. And I (laughs) deleted the comment because I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I wanted to comment that to them. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to delete the comment because I don't agree with it. And I don't know how you don't understand. All right. I have a question for you. What? Since you love Lala so much. Yes. And you used to love uh kylie jenner so much yeah would you react how if you met lala how you did when you met kylie jenner oh my god probably i would just stare at her with my mouth open <laughs> like i love Kylie's lala. like hi and you're like and i just stared at her with my mouth open <laughs> i didn't say a single word to her it was at was the sugar factory grand opening <laughs> Me and my friend got chosen to go inside. I don't know how. We were waiting in line. And then so Kylie Jenner comes in and everyone, because the restaurant, it was like there's a candy shop on one side and a restaurant on the other side. But it was like a big circle. And so Kylie goes into the restaurant side and everyone goes running following her. And I was like, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not going to go run after her. So I'm just like chilling in the candy section by myself. And then she comes back around and she literally looks me dead in my eyes and says hi and waves at me and I just stared at her with an open mouth (laughs) and then then a second later like all the fans came running like towards her again so we just had that moment but I just stared at her (laughs) would you be like that with Lala I probably would (laughs) probably I love Lala big Lala fan I don't know. I'd, I'd either just stare at her or I'd be like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> it's Lala Kent. She just said hi to me. <laughs> <laughs> I would die. I would die. My life would be made. <laughs> you know, and okay, so on our Instagram story, I so I had made a post because I saw somebody, somebody made a post about Lala saying that Sandoval is Randall Emmett. 
Give it 10 years and he's Randall Emmett. And so I made a post on our story about how after watching the Randall scandal and then listening to Ariana on Call Her Daddy, I was like, I truly, I believe that. Like, Randall and Sandoval are the same type of person. You know, I mean, obviously, like, there are differences. They're not, like, identical, but they're very much the same. And I posted that on our story, and uh, I tagged Call Her Daddy, and I also tagged Lala. And Call Her Daddy looked at our story. But to be honest, I looked at it and said, why couldn't that be Lala? Like, yeah, it's exciting. The Call Her Daddy podcast saw our story. But at the end of the day, I'm like, why can't Lala see it? I tagged her too. (laughs) Maybe she's busy with Ocean today. Maybe. She was reposting other people's things about the reunion that they tagged her in. (laughs) I'm salty, but I still love her. We're not big enough yet. No, but... I tagged her in it. I also tagged Call Her Daddy. Call Her Daddy looked at it. I can't want to look at it. Oh. Maybe when we go to Sir on the 13th, we'll see Lala. That'd be cool if she's there. And you could be like, why did you repost my... my- why couldn't you even look at it? <laughs> <laughs> you don't even need to repost it. Why couldn't you just look at it? <laughs> no, we exist. <laughs> you're funny i know i just love lala i can't wait for the next reunion yeah or part two mm-hmm. when rachel comes out i can't wait for her to take the stage and i just want them all to just annihilate her i think they're going to like fucking put her in her grave send her off to tucson it's where she is i think it's only a couple hours away. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go find her with some pitchforks. <laughs> yeah, because I think her family lives in Tucson, and people were saying that that's where she is. I thought her family was in California. No, I think they're in Tucson. Why Tucson? Tucson? I don't know. <laughs> Everybody from Tucson that like now lives here, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, it's such a nasty place. <laughs> I've never been to Tucson. No? No. Like, you guys went. I didn't go with. It's, like, old. Is it? Yeah. It reminds me of, like, the 60s and the 70s. Mm-hmm. And it's so close to the border. Not really. Isn't it? It's not. It's a lot closer than Phoenix is. <laughs> yeah. You must, like, right on the border. Yeah. All right. All right, wow. loves. Have a good week. Catch you next Friday. Follow us on Instagram. At all things Bravo Pod. And that's it. Take care. See ya. Bye, guys. <laughs>